0: their Oregon strawberry, oh, I love it. Sweet strawberry ice cream with ripe Oregon strawberry pieces, so so good. Plus, you gotta check out their mudside flavor. It's smooth chocolate ice cream with a ribbon of rich fudge and chocolatey chips. Oh, it's so good! I gotta go get some ice cream right now. Plus, you know you're in good hands with Tillamook brand. They make over 200 different dairy products, and the brand is farmer-owned and led by dairy experts. Boy, oh boy! I love them all, and you're going to love them too. Whether it's birthday cake, peaches and cream, mint chocolate chip, banana split, or cookies and cream, there is a flavor for you. Find Tillamook ice cream near you at Tillamook.com. That's T-I-L-L-A-M-O-O-K.com. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Eat more Reeses. I mean that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you, found wherever candy is sold, and often in my pantry, because I love these. The realities of truck theft, Nextel joins the chat and is dumb into BDSM, All this and more on today's. Last looks. Hit the theme. How, how did it get made? Last looks. How did it get made? How did it get made? Last looks. What's up, all you iced cappuccino drinkers? Hey, everybody, I'm Paul Shear, and welcome. How did this get made? Last looks coming to you from a hotel room in Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio, the home of where I saw Fast X for the first time alone in an IMAX at 3 p.m. on a Tuesday. And God damn, that is the way to see that movie alone in an IMAX theater. I yelled out loud, what? I said, "Woo!" And I literally got up and moved seats just to shake off some of the excitement I was getting by being in that theater alone. I feel like seeing Fast X alone in the IMAX is the way that Jason Momoa's character in Fast X sees every movie. You need it big, you need it loud, you need to be flamboyant in enjoying your own films. Um, People, we're getting Fast X soon, soon enough. Uh, but before we get into that, we are going to give you a chance to talk about all the things that we might have missed from the Fast and Furious, aka Fast and Furious 1. Jason and I are going to talk about all the things that we are into, plus we are going to reveal next week's film, which I've already given you a little bit of a hint about, and uh, we are going to also give you a little piece a bonus scene, if you will, from our last show. But first things first, a shout out to John Astonish for that amazing theme song. Thank you, John. Send us your theme songs. We love them at How Did This Get Made at earwolf.com. Keep them short, 15, 20 seconds. You know the drill. Um, people, are you in SAG? I know so many people are in SAG. And it's so important that you vote yes on a strike authorization. Why? Why is that important? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, residuals are down. Actors are struggling to get their health insurance. Actors are being kicked off their health insurance. We are being squeezed. And the only way to kind of fight back here, have a voice, is to give our union uh, authorization to call strike. It doesn't mean we're going to have a strike. But if 95% of us say, hey, we are mad enough to go on strike because we want AI rights, we want better residuals, we want better health care. That will send a message because the only thing that shuts down Hollywood is the actors. The writers can go on strike. We've been on strike. It's been tough. The directors are negotiating. We'll see what happens there. But when SAG goes on strike, everything shuts down. Um, I'm lucky to be in all three unions. And I think this is the moment where we can really pull together in solidarity. So get yourself over to the SAG website. Make sure you vote. As long as you are paid up on your dues, you can vote. If you don't remember your number, there are ways to get it. Just go to the website. Don't give up. It's so important. And most importantly, tell your friends. That's right. Tell your friends who are in SAG, not the ones that aren't in SAG, because, name. I mean, you could tell them about your problems. But really, we just want to make sure that that vote goes up. So let your friends know. This is an important one, people. Um, and solidarity here is giant. I can't emphasize that enough. All right. But enough about that. Let's get into The Fast and the Furious, a movie that according to Discord user ASG1982 should have had the tagline of, no point, no breaks. Ooh, I like that. That should have been a t-shirt. Speaking of t-shirts, in the tea Public store, we have a t-shirt. It's uh, Mr. Potato Head, but it's called Mr. Toretto Head, uh, from a joke that we edited out of the Fast and Furious podcast. And I don't think you need to know what the joke was. I think the shirt's pretty <laughs> apparent in what the joke is, but if you want to get yourself a Mr. head shirt, head over to tpublic.com slash hdtgm, uh, and you will check it out there. I love that design. We are also making, because it's been requested so many times, a Largo shirt, so keep your eyes out for that. But now, without any further ado, let's talk about F and F1. Hit the theme! How did this get made, Paul, June, and Jason? We solved the fast and a furious, we'll see it again, corrections and omissions. Guess what? That's John Astonish again. John Astonish coming in two for two uh, with a very special Fast and Furious theme. John, you are killing it, and I love that you are thinking ahead. You know where we're going. You know that we needed a Fast and Furious theme, so you gave it to us. Thank you so much. I love it. All right, we're going to the Discord. Jackalope writes, I thought we all understood that the sandwich shop was a front for their TV slash VCR heist crimes. That's why Mia was so annoyed when she had to actually make him a sandwich for once. No, 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 Jackalope. That sandwich shop has been in the Toretto name for a long time. They didn't just make a sandwich shop. They should have made a Best Buy. They can't, like, they're not... (laughs) Do you think that they're laundering money through the sandwich shop? I I believe they are still uh a functioning garage and sandwich shop. Um again, I can't prove that. I don't think it's uh, a money laundering uh place. Uh I just think that the 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 pay would be low. I just think the sandwiches are so bad that no one goes there. It's like who would have like gas station sushi? Uh that's the kind of the equivalent I'm getting from there. Uh, Corgi Herder writes, just wanted to clarify something about Vin Diesel's short film, Multifacial. The point of the film isn't about how he can play all sorts of different races. It's about how casting directors don't know what to do with him due to his multiracial background and how he gets lost in Hollywood for not being able to fit into a neat box. Well, thank you, Corgi Herder. But then B. Chefs writes, per Wikipedia, Steven Spielberg saw multifacial, and that's how Vin got his part in saving private Ryan. Well, here's what I'm going to say about that, Corgi, and I don't mean to be uh, rude about this, but I believe by saying (laughs) I I can't fit in a box because I'm multiracial. Um, I'm getting lost. He's actually showing that he can be anything. I think it is, uh, in many respects, a billboard for, hey, What am I? You decide. But he put it under the guise of, oh, what am I? No one knows, so I can't get work. Eh, Am I right on this? I think that that's the case. Uh, Maybe I'm too cynical, but I believe it was a concerted effort to get cast and basically say, I could be whatever you want. Um, All right, let's go to an anonymous phone caller, someone who used to work for Nextel.
1: Hi, Paul. I'm calling about Tim's comment in, your, in the live episode for The Fast and the Furious. So I actually worked for Nextel Customer Care at the time that this movie came out. And absolutely not. We could not in any way trace the number of a Nextel phone. That was actually a very big selling point for the cell phones. But after this movie came out, we would get multiple phone calls from both police officers as well as people's partners pretending to be police officers in an attempt to get us to track their phone numbers. I actually paused the episode
0: to make this call. I just wanted to finish it by saying... I love this podcast. You guys are doing a great job. What? This is... Holy shit. This is amazing. I didn't also know that like Nextel was known as the burner phone. Uh, wow. <laughs> I like people fake calling as cops to get you to trace numbers. Oh, what a bunch of psychopaths. Um, all right. Next up, Joel from Australia. Hey, Paul. Hey, Jason. Hey, crew. This is Joel calling from Australia, on the other
1: side of the world. Just calling... Um, to point out that maybe there was a missed opportunity in the Furious fran- franchise when um, they're running a sandwich shop. Why isn't it called Dom Subs? I feel like that was perfect for the uh, power dynamic there, and um, and to feed into the homoerotic nature of the show. So,
0: yeah, real missed missed opportunity. Love the show, guys. Keep it up. Bye. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't get this at first, and then Scott, our producer, explained it to me uh, that Dom's subs would be a play on the dominant and submissive dynamic, uh, in BDSM. Um, now I get it. I was like, is he saying like Dom's subs Is subs, like a thing for dicks, like Dom's dicks. Now I get it. Dom subs. That's great. And here's the thing. I Googled Dom subs and there's three, there's three Dom subs. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thank you, Joel from Australia. Uh, next up, Linnea.
1: Hey, Paul and crew. This is Linnea. I have a
0: correction about the Fast and the Serious. So there's actually like a very tiny throwaway line when Paul Walker is walking into the FBI house, the really nice one with Ted Levine. And he says, uh, like, wow, this house is a lot nicer than the last one you confiscated. So I think we're meant to believe that it was, like, some drug operation or something that they confiscated and they're not spending millions of dollars on. Still, definitely uh, a waste of taxpayer money somewhere in there. But, uh, yeah, just thought you guys might want to know that. Thanks so much. Bye. Yes, Alinia, I did hear that. Um, but still, if you confiscate a house in a drug bust, it doesn't mean that you just, you know, you're right. Like, taxpayer dollars, I mean— Something's going on there. You just don't get to keep it. I don't imagine you get to keep it. Someone's got to resell it. But I I get it. Yeah, I mean, I just, I feel like for them to move their whole operation in there seems to be uh, a bit short-sighted for what, Paul Walker just have a place to drive to that's not his house in the, because that's the other thing. If they're following him, they're like, who the fuck is he going to in that house? It's a super expensive house. Like That's more suspicious than anything else, in my opinion. Anyway, Linnea, great point. Next up, James from Seattle. Hey, Paul, how you doing? James from Seattle just wrapped up the uh, Fast and Furious episode. I've done a lot of thinking about the uh, Street Wars and the uh, other Wars name, and there's a total easy one that they could have done that would have been brilliant. Car Wars. It's right there. It was right there for them. Car Wars would have been amazing. It could have spun off sequels. Thanks a lot, Paul. Bye. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, James. (laughs) car wars. It was right there all along, but we all know that, uh, Vin Diesel wanted to change it. As we talked about in the show, that was one of his changes or one of the changes in the script. Um, next up, uh, DJ from NorCal. Hey Paul, it's DJ Tento from Northern California. I wanted to shine some light on another point break
1: and The Fast and the furious connection. And that's where, uh, Paul Walker's
0: character, Brian and, uh, Vin's character, Dom, go to lunch. That's Neptune's Net on the Pacific Coast Highway. And what's important about it is that's the same place Lori Petty's character in Point Break works. So there
1: are literally scenes in both movies where uh, the hero and the antagonist, I guess Dom's the antagonist or whatever, uh, they both go
0: to lunch there, like directly. Weirder fact that has to do with uh, Neptune's Net and not necessarily either of those movies, They remade the entire restaurant for Iron Man 3 for some reason. But yeah, that's like one of the biggest connections between Point Break and the Fast and the Furious is uh, Neptune's Net, which is on the Pacific Coast Highway. You can still go there and get a fish taco. Okay, I love this. Let me go one step further. Uh, one of the shows I love on Netflix right now, or not right now, I mean, I've loved it on Netflix, is uh, this show called um, Chad and JT Go Deep. On that, they actually uh, they meet up with Jordana Brewster, and they go to Neptune's Net to talk to her because they love Fast and Furious. If you love Fast and Furious like we do, Chad and JT Go Deep, they also love it. Uh, and you probably know those guys because... One of their first like pranks that went viral is they go to a lot of um, city council meetings and uh, they do bits with the city council people because anyone can get up there and talk. And one of the things that they did was uh, advocate for a statue of Paul Walker uh, in, uh, I believe, in in uh, Malibu or maybe I'm wrong, somewhere. Uh, But those guys are great. And yes, that is amazing. Another point break connection. And I'll go one step further. Drew Pierce, who wrote Hobbs and Shaw, wrote Iron Man 3. So it all comes back to there's a world here. There's a fast and furious world around Neptune's net. Let's get in there. Let's figure it out. Let's do a show from Neptune's net. Uh, And finally, Julie, what do you got?
1: I was listening to the Fast and Furious live with Seth Brogan. I thought it was really funny that you read a second opinion review from Amazon where they called Paul Walker John Walker and didn't mention that you're Paul Shear, but you're also called John Shear. So I just thought that that was interesting. Maybe Paul is mixed up with John more than we think. Thanks, Paul. Have a great day.
0: Wow, Julie. Thank you. I feel seen. Maybe Paul and John. I mean, they're Beatles. They're apostles, right? They're John Apostle? Yeah, there's a. Uh, you know, they get mixed up. And that's the cross I have to bear. Um, all right. Thank you, Julie. Back to the Discord. Cameron H. I was hoping you'd chime in. Cameron H says, My father was a truck driver later in life, so I know that freight is insured against theft. Trust me, no truck driver is laying down their life to protect VCRs unless you are putting them in danger first. In fact, my father told me the closest he's ever got to being robbed was when he was in a large metropolitan area getting some sleep. When he heard a knock on his door, he answered it and there was a man there uh, warning him that if there had been some truck robberies in the area and for 50 bucks, he was assured that nothing would happen to his cargo. I asked my father what he did and he said, I paid him. The next morning he found that a number of trucks in the vicinity had been robbed, but his was one of the few that were left alone. All I'm saying is there's a much easier ways to boost merch from trucks without involving high-speed chases, grappling hooks, and shotguns. Yeah, I mean, when I was working for my dad, uh, who had a store in the Bronx, there were a lot of things that, quote-unquote, fell off the back of a truck. And I don't think any of these people that were selling these things were using grappling hooks. They definitely weren't using Dodge Chargers. Uh, All right, anyway, let's go to PT0707. Small correction about the character of Hector. Paul said the actor's name in real life is actually Hector, but that's not true. His name is Noel. He is just commonly cast as guys named Hector. When Paul mentioned working with him on the TV series, I assume he meant Fresh Off the Boat. Yes, I did. Uh, his character is also named Hector. Uh, he also appears in the first episode of The League, but his character is named Ernesto. You know, this is actually really interesting because I believe he was referred to as Hector on set, and we talked. We hung out a bunch. My gosh. But it was year, years ago. Now I'm forgetting. Oh, my gosh. Now I feel like a real jerk. Anyway, let's let's hear because um, we actually have a clip of Noel talking about this issue. Because according to IMDb, he's played a character named Hector eight times on different productions. And he was on this show called The Rhodium Radio Show. And he explains how this happened. So that's just a coincidence. That That's not something where I'm calling my manager and like, hey, man, if I'm not Hector, I'm not doing this next film. You feel me? That's just a coincidence like hollywood only knows two names for actors hector and carlos so the way it would work is that usually i would get a role or an opportunity for another movie or another television show and i kid you not eighty percent of the time the role and the name for the role was hector wow. and i would just book the role and it's just something that kind of naturally happened on its own it's not like you know i'm out there once again like if it's not hector i ain't doing the movie and right. that's how that kicked off bro so it just kind of stuck with me you know what i'm saying yeah. but now I like it, and now I'm actually pushing it because, you know, fuck it. If I'm known that much like Hector, I'm just going to keep that rolling. You know what I'm saying? See, okay, so my fault, my bad. I don't know why I got confused about that. But we were talking about Fast 8 or 9 at one point. Um, oh, man, I feel like a real jerk. Well, I'm sorry, uh, Noel. Um, and lastly, here's a follow-up email from Jason Carey about the cheese pizza with everything debate from our view on the top episode. Okay. I'm glad we're bringing this back. Jason Carey wrote, growing up in New York, when you order a slice, it's understood to be a plain cheese slice. That's the same in Long Island too? Yeah, sure. But when I moved to California and the rest of the country, if you just order a slice, they're confused. You have to order a plain or a cheese slice. I guess in other places, uh, slices with toppings must be the default. Now, finally, some fucking logic to this argument. Yes, I grew up in Long Island, but I lived in New York I always ordered a slice. I didn't really get slices when I was on Long Island. It wasn't really that thing, but New York was. So now I get it. Now I get what you're talking about because that's really the only place where I get a slice. Hmm, you're right. I guess you're right. I mean, yeah, Jason, best explanation here. Uh, and you know, you would think because Jason's kind of really had me reflect that he might be the winner this week for the best correction and omission, but I don't know. There can only be one. Right, And there's so many great ones this week. I mean, so many fantastic food conversations, so many detailed thoughts on this entire chain. And I have to say, the one that I liked the most, the one that I felt really brought it home, while well, yes, the cheese pizza is a great one, I think it has to be the connection of Point Break and Fast and Furious. I would never have put that together. That fact that they did these movies, which was a rip of point break, and they put it in the same place is even dumber and better than I could have ever imagined. So, that's right. DJ from NorCal, you are today's winner. And we have a special song from Tyler Mann. Hit it! Fuck. You win. All right, if you want to submit an alt-movie tagline or chime in with your own thoughts about the latest episode, hit up the Discord at discord.gg slash H-D-T-G-M or call us at 619-PAUL-ASK. Coming up, Jason and I will chat about all the things that we are currently into. We reveal next week's movie, and at the very end of the episode, I will share an exclusive deleted scene from our Fast and Furious show. Stick around. Today's podcast is brought to you by... I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you travel, do concerns back home nag at you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? Well, if they do, that's why you should invest in Simply Safe Home Security today. That's right, for award winning security and peace of mind wherever you go, Simply Safe wants to be there with you by actually not going there at all, but staying at your house. Listen, Newsweek ranked it the best customer service in home security, plus, it gives you whole home protection sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more, plus a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras. No contracts and a sixty-day money-back guarantee. I'm gonna tell you this: it's worth it for the peace of mind to know that when I'm on tour, when I'm out there in the UK, I can check in on my house. And with the time difference between LA and Europe, I loved having the twenty-four-seven professional monitoring service in case something happened when I was asleep or not reachable. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind, and I. Want you to have it too. get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect monitoring. Just visit simplysafecom bonkers. That's simplysafecom bonkers. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Welcome back. You've likely noticed that How Did This Get Made uh, every week is releasing a brand new episode on Monday. It's not a new episode, it's actually an old episode we've been pulling from the vault. And this week's met name Monday, uh, because we ran out of uh, Fast and Furious films, is Hurricane Heist, which Is directed by fast and furious director rob cohen uh hurricane heist one of our favorites uh live from chicago super fun so keep on uh checking out the old episodes as we pull them from behind the paywall for you to hear once again and now honestly we spent a lot of time hearing from you let's hear from jason and i we got a lot to talk about okay here's a little segment we like to call just chat and mark granger likes to create songs for us so mark hit the theme Jason and Paul but just gonna chat TV and movie recs. There's nothing more than that.
1: Sure, this whole no segment could be summed up in a tweet, but Chase is not on Twitter, so this is where they meet. It's just chat.
0: It's just chat. Jason, I feel like it's been a while since I've really heard what you've been watching and been up to. We've answered questions, but we haven't really gotten into. Let's dig in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I wanted yeah. to ask you a question. Go. Not to make this another bag talk, but uh, Tom Bin yes. has this uh, new bag that I really liked, and I wanted to get your opinion on it. I believe it is called the the Sidekick. Um, have you seen this? It's kind of like a larger version of like a traditional uh fanny pack oh the side hu- the side hustle is what i was interested in. okay the side hustle let me the, right.
1: uh, i don't know that uh, let, me, let me i'm looking it up uh, yeah. right now okay yeah it's like a square right yes okay so i haven't i haven't seen this bag yet this but, but it looks like um it looks like a slightly larger version of one of their um cubes one of okay. the little cubes that yeah, they yeah. have that you could that I use. So this looks cool. They have a thing called the bantam though that is like a sling bag, like a small fanny pack or sling bag that I like a lot. I think that's pretty great. The
0: one that you gave me and again, we're not going to get off on bags, but the one that you gave me, I can't remember if it's a state bag or not. Uh, the one that you, you often use. the uh, Oh, the
1: Hyperlite? Uh, that's, that's, that's my a great thing.
0: Bag. Yeah, that, Like that to me is it's hard to beat. It's yes. Hard to beat that. Great,
1: uh, fantastic bag. Love that bag. It's a great, it's a great, it's very lightweight, holds a lot of stuff, minimal organization. It's a killer yes. bag. I love it. I love, I love it. it. I love bags. Um, what can
0: I say? Just a, a little brief glimpse of Zook's cubes here. I love it. Cube's always going on. Now, uh, let's talk about TV. I feel like there's been a lot of stuff, TV, movies, uh, music. There's been a lot of of stuff out there. Uh, What have you been most excited about? There's been
1: some fun stuff. I'll say this. Um, I loved Poker Face so much. Oh, yeah. You know, I loved Poker Face so much. I had a great time watching it. And it really got me in a, oh, I like this you know, type of a show, it really got me feeling. So, you know, the same way that I love watching Magnum PI reruns. I've, so I've watched a bunch of, um, uh, Columbo's, which are great, which, you know, are also on Peacock if you got to Peacock for Poker Face. But then I got super into watching a bunch of Agatha Christie adaptations, Um, Oh,
0: like the old PBS
1: ones like that? Some. some, So like so I watched like Murder on the Orient Express, the Sydney Lumet version uh, that is an incredible movie. But there is a an adaptation of an Agatha Christie story that I did not know uh, called Why Didn't They Ask Evans is the story. Hugh okay. Laurie wrote and directed it. It's a three hour movie that's on. Whoa. You can stream it. It's on, I watch it, on, I think, on Britbox. Yeah, it's Will Poulter from who's in Guardians three. Yeah, um, Lucy Boynton. I mean, obviously Hugh Laurie, a bunch of other great, incredible actors. And it's just a fucking home run who done it? Agatha Wait, Christie. Wait, is it a TV?
0: They're yeah. listing as a TV. series. like a okay. It's a, like a three-hour.
1: It. It's like a three-hour, three episodes, three, episode, three one-hour episodes. And oh, th- this wow. is a model. I also watched one that was, um, uh, and then there were none, which is another. Oh, I love that book. And so this is a great. It's got Charles Dance, and oh, it's another wow. uh, uh, Sam Neill, uh, Another home run. Great cast. Great, uh, beautifully shot. Um, there, there just is a bunch of them that I've been watching that are on. There, some are on Amazon, some are on uh, BritBox. They're they're all over the place, but they're fantastic. One of them has John Malkovich playing Poirot. Wait, what? Uh, I think it's called (laughs) the. That one's I think the ABC Murders. Is that one? Okay, got it. It's really cool, and all of them just truly stand as incredible. Uh, uh, examples of this form, especially when you compare them to what I did not very much enjoy, which has been the Kenneth Branagh recent adaptations of these stories. Um, oh yes, I, I feel uh, the d- same way. Yeah. yeah, those I feel like I have not been as interesting, not nearly as interesting as this. And then to to back up one full step, I also just recently rewatched Gosford Park, which is. Oh.
0: Wonderful. Absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. Now that I've forgotten about that movie, or not forgotten about, but I haven't seen yeah. it in a long time. But I, I love I either. And oh I, that's a great one. Please watch it. Okay. Ple- and it's the cast is absolutely
1: bananas. And then Bob Balaban is, it's all murderers. It's all, everybody's a murderer in it. It's so good. Everybody's such a, a, like a totemic talent. And then Balaban is in there just mixing it up and being so fucking funny inside of this movie. It is, the movie is exceptional.
0: Well, by the way, you know, you're talking about this and I've heard so much about this show I'm going to mention right now that seems like it's in the same vein. I've only watched like the first two episodes, but I was like, I got to tell Jason about this. Have you heard anything about this Show called uh, the Traders, yeah, yes, Traders, Traders right? UK. Yes, I heard about is...
1: Traders UK. I I, I yes. know what it is, but I have not watched it.
0: Yes, so essentially, it's a reality television series, which is essentially like Gosford Park in a in a way. Like, could mm-hmm. you make Gosford Park into a reality? Series where people are backstabbing and picking off contestants, yes. and they have to investigate and and find out who they trust and root out the traitors yep. among the group of people. It's and like it,
1: um, it's like werewolf or mafia, the the party game. Yes, right. Yeah, that's yes. how it was explained to me. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's it, it's basically like it's twenty two strangers, and they are they have a bunch of missions that they have to do, and this goes back to the show I always wanted to pitch, which was kind of. Uh, a version of what Alone is, but I wanted to do Die Hard, the reality series. Could you Great. do it? Could you have one guy try yeah. to get through a building and every Ooh. week you try to see how far you can get and what you could do? That uh, would be that would be incredible. I would I yeah. love that. I just, because it would be a different kind of survival. But this is, it has that same um, energy. And I think what I like about this show, and it's hard to kind of communicate it, it is tense and it's, It's like a drama. It doesn't play like a reality show, and I think that's what makes it really very very good. And it's and and specifically,
1: my understanding was because this is a show that exists in multiple places, and I was told the season to watch is Traders UK specifically.
0: That's the one that I started watching. Okay, yeah. Oh, good. You're the second person who I trust.
1: Who's recommended this now?
0: And, and it I think the one there's another version I believe on Peacock if we're going to go back to Peacock with uh with uh Alan Cumming, uh Oh wow. Yeah, oh nice. hosting it. I am not positive, but it's like it I believe that he is the uh cool. the American or the American host even though he's not American. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, that's but great. uh yeah. So uh oh, th- yeah, I think you will really like oh, it especially I watch if you're that. on okay. this okay. kick. Yeah, you no, know that's and, great. And there is something interesting about like going back and watching these old shows cuz I I know I talked to you how much I loved Picard season three. Oh, and then yeah. I went back and started watching just random episodes of Star Trek Next Generation and being like, this is, so, I mean, again, I haven't watched it since I was a kid. I said, like, this is such a great show. Again, another really yeah. fun, one and done style show where you just have great stories uh, and, you know, and... and Well, that's what was fun, what yeah. I really was enjoying
1: about Poker Face and what I feel like I then wanted to have more of, which was TV, It felt like a T, it felt like just the, it felt low stakes. It didn't feel like I needed to know two seasons of canonical storytelling so that I can appreciate and understand what's happening in this episode. It felt nice to just dip in, have a fun episode and then be gone and be done and not have to really not be in the middle of some sprawling, dense narrative, but just be having a, a, like you said, a good time. And for me, that has also been watching Doctor Who, which oh, is... Oh, well,
0: and this is what I got to do. Just
1: absolutely fantastic. I'm now in the Matt Smith years, um, uh, for those of you who are keeping track. David Tennant just, I mean, it's so interesting, too, to watch Doctor Who, because if you're watching from these early years going through it, you're also getting to see an entire generation of or multiple generations of of British actors cycle through
0: episodically this show. Well, so that, that's you, you're something seeing where a ton of people like more than or I guess maybe they were ahead of the curve in the states it's like like you could see great British actors appearing on television. Like it's like oh, yeah. like there's less and less of a separation between TV and film because there's barely any film anymore. But but I feel like that's what you get with these British shows It's like, oh, everybody is in it. Well, like, that's same the way thing with Harry is, Potter it's, it's like,
1: also like over there, every big star, <laughs> boy, do I wish this was true here. Everybody there, it, 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 I feel like in the UK, at some point in your career, somebody just offers you, do you want to be a detective on a TV show? Oh, like, yeah. Every, if you like anybody... They are the star of a detective series. So also, I've also re- been re-watching Prime Suspect. Um, great. Hel- Helen Maron, Prime Suspect, a show that, you know, traversed, another show that traversed decades of content that is incredible. Um, great mysteries. Great, you know, Luther, fantastic. I think,
0: oh, Luther's so good. I have not watched the new Luther. I've heard mixed I things either. about it. I
1: haven't watched that. I haven't watched that yet. It's
0: either. a bummer because I think... The thing I loved about Luther, while so dark, and I found a lot of people that I've recommended it to you say, "I can't watch it. It's just too depressing." Because I think the crimes are really violent, you know, yes. and they're and they're very sadistic, and it's not like uh, look, it starts off with him chasing down, you know, uh, uh, like a pedophile, like it, that's where it starts. Yeah. And uh, there's a great Luther book if you like Luther. Oh, that's the prequel that. oh, that's... to uh, the prequel to it, and uh, and and it it basically ends where the season one begins, but in the attempt to kind of keep it dark and push and have reality in a world where there's hard to have reality, they get Luther into... uh some scrapes that it gets harder and harder to get him back out into yeah. the world it's like it's like a little bit like it's it's the reality of like if you acted like Dirty Harry or you acted like an American police officer like there would be consequences and there are consequences for Luther Yeah, and, and then they have to like really figure out okay well maybe if we let him out of jail he can work this one case and then he's back yeah. in his jail you know it's, like, <laughs> it's a very bizarre like, it's crazy it's, yeah.
1: it's like it's like what if you took Bosch and you made it like 10 times crazier
0: yeah Yes. Oh, and that's another. I'm watching, by the
1: way, watching Bosch legacy. Now I've, I watched all of Bosch and now I'm in Bosch legacy. So it is a home run.
0: Here's the thing people. Walmart plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect, but also on the stuff you don't. Let me explain. Did you know with your Walmart plus membership, you can save money on gas? Yeah. Save gas while you drive the kiddos to soccer practice. Plus, visit your in-laws. Plus, venture into the wilderness. Plus, wherever you want to go. Because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with paramount plus plus so much more start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com see walmart plus terms and conditions $35 order minimum paramount plus essential plan only separate registration required if you're like me you can't get enough john mulaney and that's good because during the netflix is a joke festival john mulaney is presenting a brand new show called everybody's in la it's six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a joke fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A. debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Netflix. I was traveling with my kids. We stopped to get breakfast at Shake Shack and my kids said, mom said, I love these razors. They are perfect. And now I am a paying subscriber. That's right. So do not settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3. That's right. Go to harrys.com slash bonkers. That's harrys.com slash bonkers for a $3 trial set. Hey, by the way, um, just to keep the British thing going, not that Josh yep. is British, Um, I had done this guy's uh, podcast, James Acaster. His podcast. Incredible
1: started... stand-up. Oh. Such a funny stand-up. His specials are fantastic.
0: I'm a little behind on him. I didn't know that much about him. And um, he, I, I started reading his book called, like, Classic Scrapes. And oh, I don't know it. Oh, it's, um. so basically he was on a radio show with his friend. And part of the radio show just became, like, his funny stories about, His life and he he compiled these very funny short weird stories his classic scrapes that he's gotten into you know whether it was like there's a great one that i really enjoy which is like he uh he was he had keys to his friend's house and um he had to really take a shit and he used those keys (laughs) to go into her house because he knew she wasn't home and he like he He went to go do his business, but realized there was no toilet paper in the downstairs bathroom. But he already had his pants off because he was going to the bathroom. So he ran to the upstairs bathroom to go get toilet paper but then realized he was in the upstairs bathroom he had no pants on and then he's like if anyone's to come home right now I'm going to be naked in this woman's house with nothing on and have to explain <laughs> and so like this th- like that's a classic scrape yeah, right? like describing great. you know how he gets out of this situation of pooping you know so it's like that level of story it's not <laughs> no that's not really a memoir as much as it is just, just a like bunch funny of funny anecdotes, anecdotes. Yeah. yeah oh
1: that's great oh i really like him I, and you were going to say you were on his podcast that's about last meal what's it called yes um, last meal so you kind that, of yeah. like
0: pick uh pick a last meal that would be uh really good to have. Uh yeah, and man he's oh man he yeah, super
1: funny man. Really really yeah, he's got a couple of specials that are all um linked that are I I, I want to say it's on HBO. Yes, I watched I, them they, yeah, a couple released of years them like ago. a tri- like a trilogy yes, almost, exactly. right? Yeah. Exactly.
0: Uh he's a very I mean I, like I'm I'm now all in on it. I will also he, he's say he's a
1: great British stand up. The other the other British stand up that I really love is Stuart Lee who chase down if you can who is just very difficult to f- he makes it I will say this he makes it very difficult to find his stuff okay um but so it's not easy but the stuff that you can find is fantastic and I've now kind of ferreted out a bunch of other
0: stuff very cool okay I uh oh okay I'm very interested to see this uh yeah I love this uh, you know I've been you know we both are book on tapes fans yeah. and uh I will say. I read Paris Hilton's book. Oh, how was that? And great. Oh, wow. Great. I didn't see the documentary on Netflix. So I'll put that in front of it and saying that I think the documentary covers a lot of similar territory. Okay. But I was, I got I got it on tape and, or tape. I got it on <laughs> digital. I put it in a CD. It's six, um, ca- it's six cassettes. Remember you know, when I, audiobooks were like, Twelve cassettes. Oh yeah, and you could rent them from like uh, Cracker Barrel. Like, Cracker Barrel. Yeah, that's I remember great.
1: on road trips you would rent them from Cracker Barrel.
0: Yeah, and you have a reason to go back. Yeah. Uh, besides, your delicious food. But um, so you know, it starts off and you are like, okay, it's a little like exactly what you expect, and it kind of just like it just kind of frosts the cake to be like, okay, well, I'm here, I'm here. I don't know, if I... and I turned it off a couple times. And but everyone kept on talking about how great it is, how great it is. I'm like, I don't, is it? I don't know. And then Jason, it switches to a point where you're like, I was riveted, and it really revolves around, for lack of a, to just abbreviate it as much as I can. She's a bad girl, gets sent to a very rich sleepaway school, boarding school that's going to correct the bad behavior and rich kids. And it is an incredibly abusive place where okay. essentially it has been shut down because they compare the torture that they gave to these kids like like the torture that you would get as a prisoner of war. A, a torture, oh, like wow. Kids died from the, the things school? That they, At the school. And, they, and it was covered wow. up and it's all been now found out. It is oh my God. harrowing. And she was there and what it did more than anything... Her tenacity mm-hmm. through surviving this is wow, otherworldly. I mean, like, the, the things that she described in that book, what they did, they, one of the things that they did was every night they would basically have, like, I forget what she called it, but I'm going to call it a shit talk circle where you all sit in a circle and then each kid takes a, uh, a turn ripping you apart. Oh, and 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 saying how much of a piece of shit you are, and Wait, that was like, that was
1: that was part of their program? nightly, oh, nightly, God.
0: to rip oh. these people apart until and they, the and they wouldn't move on to the next kid until you broke that's, down.
1: Honestly, that sounds like something like from the forties. You know what I mean? And like and yes, that seems like crazy that you're telling me that's from you know 15 years ago or whatever yeah.
0: you know and she like she escaped and she has these amazing stories oh, of escaping wow. it's it is uh, it, it is wild and especially like after doing some research afterwards about it cuz i was just like what is going on and you know it's it's like it's honestly like real life matilda it like you oh, know wow. like you know like like on a level but more fun well
1: she was only being a
0: little bit naughty <laughs> Uh, but I just found the book to very, be like a, wow. okay. very interesting, very interesting book, uh, and wow. really well written. And uh, yeah, so that's a, a high, a highly recommend.
1: I like that. I'll stick, I'll, I'll stay in books for a minute, and I'll, I'll shift slightly to comics. Oh yeah. Um, it's been a while since I've like my. I don't know if you're this way, but like my comics pile has just been getting bigger and bigger, and I've been letting it get bigger, and I yeah. haven't been reading as much. But so I, in an effort to kind of. Make a dent in it. I read a bunch of stuff in the last couple of weeks. A couple of things that I just thought were
0: absolutely fantastic. Please tell me. Because I've gotten, I've gotten in a weird zone where I haven't wanted to read lately. I don't know why I haven't wanted to read it. Yeah. And I'm like, I got I to get, get back it. into it. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you get
1: out of it. And sometimes, you know, but there's been some really great stuff, uh, Cliff Chang who uh who drew Paper Girls yes. uh the book Paper Girls uh wrote and drew uh a, a Catwoman story called Catwoman Lonely City that is fantastic. Ooh, okay. Great. Um it's it's one collection, one story. It's like a you know, in in, in the Catwoman it's a crime caper story, yeah. not a, not unlike um not unlike Ed Brubaker's run on Catwoman, uh, except it. this has just the incredible art that Cliff Chang does that is just, I th- find so compelling and so riveting. Oh, wow. um, our, uh, you know, Tom King, who we've talked about many times on this podcast, who is a listener. Screw yeah. you, Tom King. Um, <laughs> ha- wrote a book, uh, 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 you know, he did Mr. Uh, Mister Miracle. He did um, Amazing. Strange Adventures. And last year he did Human Target, which was a book he did oh, with, uh, yeah. with Greg Smallwood. Did you read this book? I did, yes. Loved this book. Great Loved book. this book. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I just read that whole thing, which was fantastic. Really one of my favorite. Again, another detective, street-level crime story uh, inside the DC universe, inside, you know, Justice League International, essentially.
0: And by the way, uh, just so you guys know, the both of these books—I was just looking at it online— are the collections are in hardcover right now too? Yeah. So you can get the you know the Human Target One, you can get uh, Lonely City all together. Boom, and they boom, boom.
1: are story. They are finished. They are done. So yeah. when you get, it's not like one of those. Oh no, and more is coming. You can read these stories in their entirety, uh, and they're terrific. They're uh, really are you great. reading?
0: Are you reading digitally? or you you are you you stick to the old school? A, you, you, it depends
1: yeah. on what it is. It depends on what it is. So like I'm reading now. Like I've segued a lot of of my like like uh a lot of the book, like books that for me like um Marvel and DC books that I just want to be like keep up with Yeah, da- Daredevil, Doctor Strange, Fantastic right. 4. I I no longer get issues. I read digitally. Got um it. I still, though, I, do it. Yeah. I still get bo- any book that I feel like the art is part of what I want in it. Yes. So Greg Smallwood, Cliff Chang, you know, Mitch Garrods, when there's a Mitch Garrods book, another person that I'd like to just offer an opportunity to eat absolute shit. Yeah. Um, uh, these I will buy those books. Chris Somni, uh, another book I was going to put on there that for, I wanted to mention specifically to you, um, Ooh, because that? it's an all ages book. Uh, the book Ooh. is called at Jonna. Uh, okay. uh, Jonna and the Unpossible Monsters. They it just finished. It's uh, Chris and Laura Somni. Chris Somni, iconic Daredevil run, it, like like uh, draws the Robert Kirkman book Firepower right now incredible okay. one of my oh, favorite goodness. artists right now beautiful all ages book that's fantastic he also oh, that looks did awesome. you should also get for the boys his thor book which is called thor this is years ago it's another all ages it's an all ages thor book Ooh, this and it's called fun, yeah. thor thor god of thunder it might just be called okay i'm looking uh, at it right now yeah it's an it's the one that It's Chris. s a m n e e somnie the mighty avenger yeah, that that's it. it. Thor, the Mighty Avenger. That's
0: yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, That's great. Oh, I love that. Um, ooh, and then what, I'll yeah. shout out
1: one more comic that I read that blew my mind, but mostly because I went into it blind. Okay. Um, and it's The Many Deaths of Layla Starr. Uh, and it's written by Rom V and drawn by incredible artist uh, Felipe Andrade. Uh, incredible, be- beautiful, heartbreaking book. Really wonderful story.
0: Oh wow! Okay, this is great. Oh, you're giving me some stuff that I'm like I'm looking forward to next. Yeah, day. Uh, you and know, these I are just,
1: all you. These are all collections that are done. These are stories that have a beginning, middle, and an end. They're not ongoing.
0: So I love this because I I just recently went back and reread uh, the DC New Frontiers, the DC. Oh, yeah. Because I had when I was listening to James Gunn talk about what he wants to do with DC, I was like, it sounds like New Frontiers, and I I posted that, and he. Uh, like, uh, retweeted it. Oh, and wow. people got very excited about that. That's and, cool. And, uh, you know, and then that makes me Oh, maybe me, I'll like, do Ooh. that. I yeah, because it was a fun way to kind of go back and look at it. If, if that is going to be the blueprint, I, I don't know. Um, you know, I've oh, heard some rumors cool. about the new Superman that may feed into this. So it, there are some things about it that are, are interesting to me. So and, I, and
1: it's, I will say, like, there's been a number of, like, subsequent to that, there's been a number of, like lists and suggestions of what to read and what to, what to maybe be thinking of for what to be reading in preparation for the new DC stuff. Yes. And there's a lot of good stuff inside of all those lists that I feel like, is pretty uh, it, it, some good reading
0: that people can do. I, I um, think that this is yeah. I like I like kind of hypothesizing, and we're gonna have a. By the way, it's gonna be even delayed a little bit more than we even imagined yes. because of the writer strike right now. Oh and, yes, and the you know uh, so we are yeah. on strike, baby. We are on strike. I uh, saw you out I, there. Yeah, go ahead. I was yeah. out. I've been out there. I want to ask you: Did you see anybody fun that you got excited about to see? Uh, as because obviously uh, writers, you know. I, we both write we know people but sometimes every now and then you get to see somebody on a writer's line you're like oh my gosh that's so and so and I you I, know, and... I did I haven't
1: yet okay. seen any I mean I I will say what I have seen is m- like old friends like 100%, I've, I've run so into much a lot of people that I'm delighted to be catching up with especially after frankly many years of not seeing a lot of people
0: uh, you know I, like that has been the best ba- like the best part of it just even bumping in yeah just people who are busy yeah. like you know oh, that's yeah. it
1: so that's been fun. But there, there hasn't been anybody that I'm like, oh, cool, you know, right, I'm excited right, right. to talk to David Simon or something like that, you know? Like
0: I got to meet uh, Patrick Shoemaker, who, uh, who runs the Harley series with Justin yeah. Halpern, and I just got to geek out with him. We got to talk to Flash. Boy, do we I love that show. Oh, it's so fun. and, oh, and uh, I
1: want to thank you. I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah, I know please. we're talking about the strike, but thank you for making sure to put Dungeons and Dragons on my radar. Oh, because yeah. yeah. Boy
0: was it fantastic! It's I mean, now free to stream, so you can yes. get that now. So you can watch it now. It's it's so good. It's I so good.
1: absolutely loved it. And then I, I will then shout out another show that I really love, which is The Legend of Vox Machina. Oh, which yeah, is yes. The critic, the critical role people, yes. Um, and that is another Dungeons and Dragons esque. Um, it's They're, an animated right. narrative, and it's a blast. They're also, really, really, re- really
0: fun adventure show. Uh, um, yeah, and and I, with, uh yeah, and that's with Sam Regal is in that. Uh, it is Sam Regal is in it, yes. Uh great improviser, uh, and also uh did a lot of casting directing for voice work, some of your favorite yep. voices. He's a voice director.
1: Things. Uh yeah, you great. know, I've I've he's I've worked with him a bunch as a too. voice director. It's he's great. Great. Guy. And and it's a really fun show. Uh another show that I want to shout out just because it's fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. And I think that I feel like everybody reveres Gendi Tartakovsky has such reverence for him. uh, And he is obviously an incredible, you know, absolute genius. And I feel like people slept on his show Primal. And now he has a new show out called Unicorn Warriors Eternal. That there is. No, I didn't even know about this. Exactly. That's what I mean. Somehow, like a true, like like author of this medium is doing stuff that people like I don't think people know there's a second season of primal and I I have heard so little about this new show but there's only three episodes so far and it is so beautiful and so incredibly done and so dynamic Um, I urge everybody to watch unicorn warriors eternal it's great
0: Okay, and I'm going to tell people where they can watch that because that will be on. I just want to make sure I give you the. Yes. By the way, he is by, behind things like uh, oh. Clone Wars and Samurai Jack and uh, Dexter's Laboratory. Like he's been yep. around and around and around. The uh, Hotel
1: the, Transylvania movies.
0: Uh, um, where can I find this? I'm looking for. I'm now even on his website. I'm having a hard time figure out where. Exactly. This is. I think wow. it's a.
1: I think it's a Cartoon Network show. So that means okay. it's on uh, Paramount, HBO, uh, Max. Oh. Yeah, Max.
0: I think I it's Max.
1: Max now. Yeah, Max. <laughs>
0: Max. Um, uh, okay. This really is great. So yeah,
1: incredible. Um and I'll shout out also returning for a third season. I also, only a couple of episodes in, but so far bulletproof season. The other two. Um, Whoa!
0: I didn't know about that. Oh man, yeah, you're getting like this is yeah. uh, I was incredible up. show. Incredible! See, like all... this is what happens. I like, I don't even I know. know, and I get overwhelmed, and then I and then I watch a Star Trek, and then I feel good about myself because oh. I'm like I did something, and then uh, and then I'm back in this boat again. I'll leave you with
1: two music recommendations, okay. just because it's been a Please. minute. Uh, arguably, for me, it's going to be hard to beat this album as album of the year for me, which is uh, Cara Jackson's "Why Does the Earth Give Us People to Love." Um Whoa. An absolutely stunning collection of songs, incredible record, okay. and then also great a, a great record from a band that I absolutely adore. Wednesday has put out a record called "Rat Saw God," okay. um, and that is a fantastic rock record. And Ooh, then um, one yeah. of my favorite new one of my favorite bands in recent years, this is the kit, have started putting out new songs, but their record has not come out yet, or maybe. I don't know when this episode's dropping maybe the records out now but the songs they've put out so far fantastic this is the kit The record they put out a couple of years ago, one of my favorite records of that year. Absolutely fantastic band.
0: Ooh, this is great. All right, I I have now just written down a million things. Uh, And you can also always check up on what we are recommending on the Discord page. Go to discord.gg slash hdtgm, and you can see a compiled list. Put it all in the show notes, too. Oh, yeah, we get in the show notes, If you're
1: already listening, just click on the thing you're with. Oh, we do, it says. yeah. Great. If it's all in the show notes, it's right there. So you don't have to write it down. You don't have to furiously be scribbling, guys. Just click on the show notes. And just it will I'm have for the kit. Yeah. I'm
0: sorry. I'm looking for the kit. Oh, let me see. Maybe this, I have to go on the artist. This artists. is oh, the this kit. is the kit. Okay, this got it. is the kit. All right, that's it. I'm into it. um Jason, what a pleasure. Uh, we will talk again soon. Absolutely. Goodbye. Thank you, Jason, for chatting with me. Now that we got Fast and Furious out of the way. Let's talk about next week's movie. We are going from the beginning of the road to the end of the road. Well, kind of. It's more like part one of a three part end of the road. It's going to be a long end of the road. I mean, this road is like the runway and Fast 5 or 6, where the plane would just kept on going, and I'm going and going. Anyway, we're going to be watching Fast X. That's right, Fast 10, uh, Part 1. It's a, here's a short breakdown of the plot, okay? And, and God knows, uh, for me to even compact this into a sentence is wild. But Dom Toretto and his entire family are targeted by the vengeful son of drug kingpin Herman Reyes. That's right, the bad guy from Fast and Furious 5 he was there the entire time we didn't know rotten tomatoes gives this film a 54 on the tomato meter what that's ridiculous allison woolmore from vulture says a decent diversion though watching it feels like sustaining a head injury allison how dare you anyway take a listen to the trailer Dominic toretto you destroyed my family and now you'll have to watch who you love most time he's coming for you with everything What's the plan, Dom? I'm not
1: sure anymore. This is your last ride. You made one mistake.
0: You never took my car. Ready, PG-13. Only Peters May 19th. So, here's the deal, people. We don't do this a lot, but we do it every now and then. You can't stream this, unless you do it illegally, which I don't recommend. Uh, you gotta go to the theater. You gotta see it and uh, we gave you plenty of time to go see it. It's going to be full of spoilers. It's going to be great. Uh, We cannot wait. So jump in your souped-up Honda Civic, get to yourself to a theater, uh, and next week we will break it all down. We are almost to the end of this episode. Before I go, let's check out a bonus scene from our Fast and Furious show where we did answer an audience member's question about the time of Brian and Mia's dinner date. Take a listen. All right, your name, sir, and your your question. Uh, My name is Luke. I want to say first, I'm a United States sailor, and I would listen to you guys uh, underway uh, on deployment, and it really made a lot to me. And I just, I just, just thank you, thank you, you. very cool. So my Thank question, you so much. Thank now, you. do you use any NAS on your boat? Great question. <laughs> every day. Yeah, does every the day. military does have, access have, the do have, have access? Does the oh, Navy have access to NAS? Oh, you do
1: have NAS. Have have the is there mili- are. <laughs> <laughs> is there any kind of military-grade Right, Frighteningly amount. Frighteningly you know, large it's amount. Wettest
0: nice. So my, my question is, I'm not from LA. <laughs> yeah, I'm from if you're, you're a sailor, answer. that's the wettest yeah.
1: Nas. <laughs>
0: uh, my question is, I'm I'm not from LA.
1: I don't know your culture. I don't know how things. <laughs> wow, also, so, wow. there is none. Don't worry. There's I'm nothing. Saying, to, there's nothing. If to know. someone asked me on a first date to go to cha cha chas yeah. at 10 p.m., I would respectfully try to change that. Is am I wrong in this?
0: was, is, it, was that too late?
1: I mean, um, I don't even know
0: how to answer this. as
1: I like a late dinner. Okay. Uh, I like a late dinner, but that does seem like too late to start That does seem a too a late, dinner. especially for L.A. Especially for late. But i yeah, that's well, that's not a ask part no. of our oh, culture. Now, not, 10 p.m. The,
0: cha-cha-chas. Here's what I will say. Okay.
1: Here's what okay. I will say. Mia has a late shift at the tuna sandwich
0: shop. So that just that's might true. be when she gets off work. Dom, I got to go to school. You stay here, sell those sandwiches. <laughs> can't just, but I want to go to college. You make tuna. <laughs> well, great point. Thank you. Um, oh, wow. Uh, all right, what else do we have here? By the way, that date, Boy, do I, can I just say, date. Paul,
1: boy, do I like the idea of you on a boat somewhere listening to
0: us talk a bunch of nonsense. Thank you so much, man. I, I was going to say that that date was such a bad date because he asks her nothing about herself. He's like, so tell me about your brother. And how does he know those guys? And like, yeah. Does he have how like they, a lot of
1: VCRs
0: around? Like, again, let's say I, wanted, let's say I again, gave your like, brother
1: like a DVD. Could you he play it? Like, Brian is bad at being undercover. And, and they are bad cops. And they're, they're the not body. suspicious enough. She should be like, wait a minute, are you a cop? There's a part where the cops are like, the guys from DC are coming and we got nothing to show. And it's like, yeah, you're terrible at this.
0: That's it for the show. Remember to rate and review us, it helps. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, make sure you are following us. Visit us on social media at HDTGM. And remember, our summer tour is coming up right around the corner so stay tuned sign up for the mailing list look on the website uh tickets are going to go on sale on early june that's right our east coast tour we're coming back For commercial-free access to How Did This Get Made and our entire archive and so much more, sign up for Stitcher Premium for a free one-month trial. Use the code BONKERS and a big thank you to our producers, Scott Sani, Molly Reynolds, and our movie-picking producer, Avril Halley. Make sure you check out her YouTube channel where she does so much great work, so many funny shows there. Our engineer, Alex Gonzalez, our publisher, July Diaz, and Jess Cisneros, who makes our amazing social media videos. We will see you next week for Fast X. Can't wait. spread the word. When you get a fresh, hot McCrispie from McDonald's and you can feel the heat coming through the bag, don't try to wait till you get home. Always respect hot chicken. The McCrispy only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, it's
1: Martha Stewart. You know, I spend a lot of time thinking about dirt. At 3 a.m., at all hours of the day, really. What people don't know is that not all dirt is the same. You need dirt with the right kind of nutrients. New Miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil is so
0: dense, so full of nutrient rich, high quality ingredients. Miracle Grow is simply the best.